The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you're listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We're going to discuss a lot of important issues today and some follow-up instructions for you and I, so stay tuned. The Holy Spirit is moving and touching His people so tenderly and so powerfully. I have been in the ministry I have been in the front lines and have seen works of God, the move of the Holy Spirit. The present teaching and the move of the Holy Spirit is deep and so powerful in our days. The prophecies released are also powerful and wonderful and truly a great direction for the body of Christ and redirection for many. For those who have ears to hear and eyes to see. And I believe that you are one of those people. I have been quoting Revelation 1, 6 and 5, 10 for several years now. And it is more important to discuss this again. Revelation 1, 6 and 5, 10 says that God has created us to be kings and priests. To rule and reign with him here on earth. This is in New King James Version. To be kings and priests, not kings or priests. We'll be both like Jesus. If you observe the body of Christ now, even many leaders, for them to operate, to live here on earth as priest and king, looked so impossible. Even the transfer of wealth and influence looked impossible. The good news is our God is a God of the impossible. He makes the impossible possible to those who believe and obey him. That is you and I. This new breed of leaders that are coming to the forefront will both function as kings and priests. And you will see them rising and on the front lines in great number starting this year in our lifetime. They will move in power, preach the gospel, and make disciples great men and women of God. And at the same time, they are part of the transfer of wealth and influence. So they will become influential. The begging time in the pulpit is going to stop. So those people, and they have been replicating after their own kind for many years, they'll get replaced if they will not make the necessary correction. Our obedience to the Great Commission will hasten the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So those that are in the front lines must minister and preach the gospel in power. We must disciple others and replicate after our own kind. The more powerful men and women in the front lines, the better. No competition in the body of Christ. No jealousy. We must preach our way out of our offices. Whether we hold the office of a prophet, apostle, teacher, evangelist, or pastor, we must mature the body of Christ. That is our job 
and we are all accountable to our Lord Jesus Christ. We must preach and disciple our way out of our office to hasten and to prepare for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is going to happen whether we like it or not, because it's in Revelation chapter 22, starting with verse 17. It says, and I'm going to read from NLT. The spirit and the bride say, let anyone who hears this say, come, let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. So this is going to happen. Who is the water of life? Our Lord Jesus Christ. The entire body of Christ and the Holy Spirit in the end of the book of Revelation will evangelize all the peoples of the earth, not just the office of an evangelist, not just the pastor, but the entire body of Christ. We all know that the five offices were ordained by God for the same mission and purpose. This is in Ephesians chapter 4, starting with verse 11 all the way through verse 16. I'm going to read from New Living Translation. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. Their responsibility, meaning the five offices, is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son, meaning our Lord Jesus Christ. So the five offices will continue to function until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of the Son of God, that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly, as each part does its own special work so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. That is the function of the five offices, not just pastors. Do you understand? All the five offices are going to be operational, equipping the body of Christ. So now, let us go back to Revelation chapter 22. In Revelation 17, I just read to you, the Holy Spirit with the entire body of Christ are going to evangelize, not just the evangelist. And in verse 18 through 20, there is a warning. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of prophecy written in this book, verse 17 is one of them. If anyone adds anything to what is written here, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. And if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy, God will remove that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city that are described in this book. 
He who is the faithful witness to all these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. The coming of our Lord Jesus Christ as King of Kings and Lord of Lords will happen when the body of Christ as one body are in charge. Not just the pastors, not just the prophets, but every member of the body of Christ. That is why the second part of the Great Commission is to make disciples, not collect membership. Make disciples. The members of the body of Christ are likened to the five virgins. They're ready and they waited for their bridegroom. We must do our part. The body of Christ, or you and I, must take leadership role in every sector of society. That's what the transfer of influence is all about. We are not limited or we're not constrained within the four walls of our ministries. Nope. We are the living epistle for the world to read. How do they read us? by the fruits of our lives and how we use our influence, power, and authority in Christ Jesus to share the gospel to others and how we implement God's ways of doing things in every sector of society. The church is undergoing a major transformation right now and empowerment. The Lord is replacing our spiritual blind eyes with a new spiritual lenses that there will be clarity on what God is doing today. And also, the strongholds in our lives, even in our society, even in our ministries, that we don't even realize that they are not of God's, they will be demolished once these powerful men and women of God are at the helm. So you and I must do our part. I will do my part, and I encourage you to take your post and do your part. Let us not create any more man-made rules and doctrines, and let us submit ourselves under the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. Example. For many years, you hear teachings by many pastors that every believer must have a pastor. That got to go away. Jesus didn't say that. Read Ephesians chapter 4, starting verse 11 again. That is a man-made doctrine made up by some pastors because they want the influence and the control of God's people. They are not your flocks. They are God's people. And we should look at them as kings and priests in training under discipleship. And we will be held into account by our Lord Jesus Christ on that day. So that needs to go away. Everybody needs discipleship. And I guarantee you, if you are called in the prophetic office, you cannot train under a pastor. You have to be trained and be discipled by a prophet. Same thing with apostles, same thing with evangelists. Also, we must look through our new spiritual lenses right now about the submission teachings. Yes, it is the will of God that wives and husbands must submit to one another in love. 
It is also true that the husbands were chosen by our Lord Jesus Christ to be like him. They will take and they will be held accountable to that. They need to take leadership, not just physical, not just being in control, but leadership in taking care of the family, in, in obeying God, in everything. They must be. And the wife must submit to her own husband, not to all husbands, but of Christ. That is just too hard and impossible. So husbands must realize that they are accountable to God for how they took care of their own family, given by God under their leadership, starting with the wife. So this submission of wife submitting to her own husband must stop there. It cannot filter in every sector. So that is given. God gave the husband leadership position in the family. That is why wives take their name and they will become one. But that submission does not extend in every sector of society or in the ministry. Example. A married woman holds an executive position in a company. And with that position, she manages other people. Other people are other employees. Those that are under her department or division, they're accountable to her and has her own authority. But this married woman, when it comes to work, when it comes to that executive position, is not accountable to her husband. She's accountable to the company that she works for. Just like the members of the board of directors, whether men or women, they're accountable to their shareholders. So this woman, while she's at work, is submitted to that company. And when she makes a decision, if she needs to fire somebody or hire somebody, this executive woman will not call her husband and ask for permission to fire that employee or to hire a certain employee. We all understand that. And the body of Christ must understand this. So that woman alone and not the husband is accountable to the company. Now, if the decision that will affect the family, like for example, the woman is asked by her husband to quit work, to resign from that position, because it affects the marriage and affects the entire family, that is between the husband and wife, and not to all men. You understand what I'm saying? And not to the pastor, not unless they ask the pastor for counsel and prayer. That is why Sapphira died together with her husband, even though she submitted to her husband's wishes that they will lie about the exact amount of the sales proceeds of their property. Could it be that this is the reason why God appointed Deborah instead of her husband, Lafida, to be the judge of the nation of Israel? God is telling us something? So when God called a married woman like me to a ministry or a leadership position in the kingdom of God, there is neither male or female, according to Galatians chapter 3. 
So that woman, just like me, a married woman, called in the front lines. I am primarily accountable to God first. The one who appointed and gave me this position and not my husband. I want you to meditate on this. So when I am sent to preach, to minister the gospel by God, I am accountable and I must submit to the Lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ, not the leadership of my husband. Whether Mike agrees with me or not, I am accountable to our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, listen to this. If Mike gave me a position in the ministry and he sends me to speak to a conference, so he's the one who organized that conference, then I am accountable to him because he is the one who sends me. But if the directive or command came directly from God, I am submitted to our Lord Jesus Christ first and foremost. So I hope you're getting this. I know you must be getting tired, but this false submission teachings that brought a lot of trouble and unhappiness and heartaches to marriages, it got to go. They must submit to one another in love. Nobody is taking dominion or trying to control over the other. If you're going to ask and observe those that have been happily married for a long, long time, they love one another. They submit to one another in love. That is the recipe for a happily ever after. It is God who called and it is God who appointed you and I, especially those that were called in the leadership position. We are directly responsible and accountable to God to carry out this position and to obey his commands. Let me give you a story while I've been teaching this fearlessly in spite of all the criticisms I really don't care anymore. Let me tell you a story, a personal story. Before Mike and I got married, a few months actually before Mike and I got married, we were both leaders. And at that time, I was the president of the chapter on the ministry that we served here in San Antonio, which covers at that time the whole state of Texas. And Mike was one of the members of the board. But I was the president. I was appointed. God told me that I'll be appointed president. And our leader appointed me and told everybody that God told her. So the directive and the appointment was very clear. I didn't want the job. And one of my assignment from the Lord at that time is to gather and hold a prayer meeting. First in my house. I was directed to lead a prayer group, and God assured me and told me that he's the one who's going to send me the people who will be part of this group. So I started with nine people, women plus Mike, and then it, we grew in number, and we reached about 150, and we even opened a chapter in Houston, Texas, in the end. So that was before Mike and I got married. No problem there. 
The Lord did a lot of amazing things, answered prayers, miracles, supernatural manifestations. And after Mike and I got married, we continued to serve in the ministry. And we took the leadership position, but I was still the leader of this prayer group. They're still under my leadership, and we continue to grow. Then one day, an elderly lady who used to be a part of the ministry told our leader and Mike that God told her to lead the prayer group, the one that I was leading. I did not have a release when told me because they look at me. I was young. I was new in the leadership position, but they're seeing the result that God did not tell me. What happened? Mike agreed with this lady and our leader agreed. So pressure from all sides and actually it split the group. It split the ministry. Those that were angry that I gave it up, they left. So they put pressure, they got a hold of our leader, they got a hold of my husband, they put pressure on them, they put a pressure on me. And because of the pressure, without praying, without asking God for permission, I gave that position up. After a few months, trouble started. Two of the leaders got inflicted with cancer and died in two months' time. Most left the prayer group, and this woman who took over immediately appointed herself as a pastor and organized a separate ministry from the people in that group. That was her plan all along. So one time, I gave that up, and it became another church. I was praying, and I heard the voice of God. I was about ready to close the store at that time. I was instructed by God to drive to Olmos Park between 8 to 9 o'clock at night. And as soon as I opened the door in Olmos Park that night, I heard this angry voice of God asking me this question. Christina, who appointed you to lead that group? And I said, you, Father. And he asked me, then why did you listen to people? If I'm the one who appointed you to that position, Christina, I'm the only one who can remove you from that position. Why did you give it up? And because of your disobedience to me, Christina, I am holding you accountable to all the troubles, to all the sickness that manifested when you gave up that position. I cried, and a terrible thing happened to me. The Spirit of God left me. And I beg God for forgiveness. And if he's going to give me another chance, I will not disobey him again. And I will not listen or bow to men. Even the pressures of my own leader and my own husband or other Christians, I will not bow down. I was miserable for a long time. And thank God he restored me. God held me accountable for those bad things that happened. See, body of Christ, if you don't take your post or if you give your post and if you disobey God and you are in the leadership position, some people will get affected by it. And from then on, anyone who questioned me that I should not be preaching because I'm a woman or because of this or I'm not qualified, 
I don't listen to them any longer. I'd rather suffer through the accusations and the criticisms and attacks of men and go through them. I will not disobey my God again. So I want you to take your post, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. And whoever appointed you to that position, you are accountable to that person. If God is the one who appointed you, you are accountable to him. No excuses. If you compromise, if you give in to pressure, you are still going to hold you into account. So God bless you for tuning in. Until next time, let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release the healing anointing upon your people, those that are listening in the name of Jesus. Believe God that he loves you and receive it in Jesus' name. Until next time, God bless you for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I.org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023.